Hi there, thanks for joining me for another episode of The Heart of a Youth Leader. Whether you're involved with young people or children, uh, we are so grateful for you, we love you, we're cheering you on, we know how difficult it is at the moment. Uh, and I'm really glad that, that you're finding these videos, these podcasts, uh, to be encouraging and to be helpful. I'm reading a book at the moment by a man called Watchman Nee, who was uh, from China, uh, and I think it was written in the 60s or so. Uh, and in it this morning when I was reading uh, some of it, I, I, I was uh, touched by this encounter that he had with an elderly Chinese Christian. He went to visit this man in his 90s uh, and on the greeting, the man took him by the hand and said, brother, do you know I cannot do without him? And do you know he cannot do without me? Uh, and I was really touched by that because there's that thing for all of us as Christians, we know we cannot do without God. But the idea that he cannot do without me really struck something inside me, that actually we're not made surplus to requirements in God's eyes. We're made for a purpose and for his pleasure and his delight. That's why it's so important, our relationship with him. That's why we are we have uh, no longer an old creation, we are a new creation in Jesus. Uh, and we get to, to, to live uh, forever in his company because we are his children. None of our children are surplus to requirements. Uh, and, and so not only do I get to, 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 to get the delights of who he is for me, but he gets to delight in who I am for him. Isn't that amazing? Just let that sink in for a moment, that God cannot do without you. That's, that's just massive, I think. That, that of all the world, of all the creation, God made us because he needs us, he loves us, he delights in us. He wants another child. He wants and another, and another, and another that Jesus becomes the firstborn of his children. Uh, and, and we get to share in that inheritance. Uh, and I've been pondering around uh, this, the stories of the lost in Luke chapter 15. You know, there's those three stories, those three parables Jesus tells. There's the, the, the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, uh, and perhaps the most famous one, the parable of the lost son or the prodigal son, uh, as it's often referred to. Uh, and it's easy for us with the prodigal son to, to put ourselves in the, in the shoes of the son that goes wayward, the son that ignores his dad, asks for inheritance and then goes and squanders his riches and end up crawling back home uh, because he doesn't know what else to do. And we can put ourselves in that place of the son. And yet I wonder if these three stories are back to back in Luke because uh, what Jesus is trying to say is actually get how much the father loves you. You know, the, 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 the shepherd with the sheep, he's got a hundred sheep, but he loses one. So he leaves the 99 and goes in search for the one. The woman with the 10 silver coins loses one. And so she searches high and low until she finds it. And what I find fascinating after both those stories, Jesus says that the shepherd says to his friends and neighbours, rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. The woman says to her friends and neighbours, 
Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. The father, when the son returns, throws a magnificent party. He delights that his son has returned home. The cost, the pain, the hurt the father felt when the son went his own way. The distress the shepherd had when the sheep went his own way. The fear the woman had when she lost one of her coins. It's not about the sheep feeling lost. It's certainly not about a coin feeling lost. It's not about the son feeling lost. He went off in search of a good time. He only went back because the good time turned out to not be lasting. What we see in these stories is the, 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 the commitment, the desire, the purpose, the heart of the, the, the seeker, the, 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 the Father's heart for us. Uh, and there's parties, there's parties after the sheep is found. Jesus says, I tell you, just as you rejoice, that the sheep is found, I tell you in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99 righteous people who do not need to repent. After the parable of the lost coin, Jesus says, in the same way I tell you there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And then there's that wonderful party where they celebrate the, the, the son returning to the fold, returning to the family. It's about the father's huge love for us that he will not give up seeking us down. And so for us today, I want us to think about two things. First of all, do you realise how much you are loved by your heavenly father? Now we know we're loved because everyone's loved, but do you know how much you are loved by him? how much he seeks you out, how much he wants to spend time with you, how much he wants to celebrate who you are, not because of what you do, not because of what you've done, whether that's good or bad. He seeks us out because he loves us. He loves us. We don't have to prove ourselves to him. We don't have to earn his respect. We don't have to earn his favour. We already have it. We just have to accept it. And then there's the second challenge of our young people, our children that we work with, that we connect with, that we, that we serve, that we love corporately. But my challenge to us is do we love them individually? Do we have that father's heart for those in our youth group? How far are you willing to go for the one that starts to disconnect? that starts to wander away, that starts to show disinterest. What can you do to chase after them for God? To chase after them, to show them how much the Father loves them. And, and, and remember, the love isn't to change them, it's to help them know that they are loved. They need to know that the Father delights in them. And maybe we are the tool to do that on this occasion. So don't forget, not only we can't do without him, he can't do without us. 
Let's let that sink into our lives and then let's live it out and make sure every child, every young person, every teenager that we know experiences that for themselves as well. Go for it. <laughs>